Alright guys, welcome back to episode 10 of the Uncrowned Kings podcast with your host, Joe Ritis. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok at JBMotivation777. I know we've been taking a little break, guys. I'm sorry, life's been kind of been upside down, but we're going to get right back on track starting the new year. But today's guest is someone you've seen before. He's the host of the Come On Man podcast. He's our fellow 3% man, Mr. Paul B. Today we'll be talking about some of the dualities or the double standards going on with men and women in relationships, in and out of relationships, and essentially... It all goes down to just communication. So enjoy the conversation. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to DM, email, do whatever you can. And after that, just enjoy the show. I don't know if you remember, but I think the topic that we were going to talk about today was talking about uh, the idea of like double standards and uh, kind of like bo- both the, bo- the bullshit that you know both men and women kind of deal with, maybe on a different level and maybe addressing some of the same, and then. Maybe it's even some examples, uh, I think maybe ideas of like that we can solve this problem, maybe, or at least, at least trust it, maybe at least help it in some sure. way. Sure. When you say double standards, I mean, like, what are, what are you talking about exactly? So, a perfect example is I had seen a, a video to start off with women saying no means no during sex, right? At no means no. But sure. then a dude went around the piece and started interviewing. Uh, women asking, hey, is a guy allowed to deny sex? And every yes. single person he, he went and interviewed, they're like, no. Is he gay? If I want it, I'll take it. Yes. I, I, yeah, I see that idea. <laughs> that is a big double standard, isn't it? But here's the thing. It's fucking true, though. Hey, have you denied a woman's sex before? Yes. But only because I was super tired. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you hesitated, so you're like, nah. I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes, some, I, can, I can understand, like, sometimes, like, you're just, you're just not up for it, right? Like, I'm not going to perform. I'm fucking exhausted. And so I'm going to say no to this. And, right. and guys, yeah, guys are sort of expected to always be ready, right? Because guys, right. guys are hornballs, right? So we should always be on the ready and ready to go and at a moment's Right. No, absolutely. But I mean, we can even look at this in like two different directions, right? One, I, I feel like women also fail to realize sometimes that we actually have to make sure there are mechanical functions that are ready for this. Like, we have to make sure uh, hormones are okay, hydration's okay, you know, every, everything. There's a lot of things that go into play to even make sure our shit even works. Because I, I, I would deny, like, like you, if I wasn't in the mood, um, something I've learned to do, though, if she's not acting the way I, I want, right? Accordingly. Okay. And I don't and I don't mean that like you have to do what I say, meaning she's giving me attitude for no reason. She's, you know, basically just being pissy. Yeah. But for no reason. Obviously if I did something stupid and she's pissy, I get it. But <clears throat> that whole attitude thing is like, no. If we got into a major fight and you're saying a whole bunch of shit to me, whatever. And then you want like that makeup sex, or now all of a sudden you want to say you're horny or lonely and want to invite me over or whatever. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Why? That's a pass. A lot of women like to say, oh, you have to earn this, right? You have to earn it. I'm not just giving it away for free. I mean, that's, that's respectable. I don't care if you don't want to give it away. You don't have to give it away. It makes no difference to me. Mm-hmm. But it should work both ways, no? You have to earn this. 
you can't just treat me like shit and expect me to want to be able to, you know, take you down accordingly. <laughs> I was, I was really, I was honestly really afraid to say that because I don't know if TikTok will fly. They'd be like, "You said, you the, said the D word, the double D." Private part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think men it, uh, men should be smart about it, and they shouldn't give it away. Uh, like you know, um, you, you know Chuck, right? Chuck Chuck Kohout. Yeah, I know. I, I feel bad. He keeps reaching out to me, and yeah, he right, he reached out to me when my life got flipped upside down. So I, I need to get back in touch with him. Well, one of the things that he said, uh, his dad gave him a box of condoms. I think when he was like sixteen or something, and said, oh, "Men are the prize. Make them earn it. Don't just give it away." And like that was like his journey. And I feel like that's a a, a smart way for men to live because I think men let themselves be doormats and, and women walk all over them just to, so that they can get a piece and it's not a very smart way to live life right i mean i you've talked about this before too it's like was it 90 or 80 percent of women only go for the top 20 percent or 10 percent of men meanwhile it, it's basically reversed for for guys gosh are constantly trying and trying and trying it hopes that they get something why why are, they, why are they trying or well right why, why are you trying so hard in a sense because mm -hmm. that's where we get the idea of like the nice guy right the, mm -hmm. the whole mentality of a nice guy i don't know why they got drilled so hard i don't think it's necessarily your generation but it's definitely i think a part of my generation the asshole versus the sips i guess because that mm -hmm. really broke off trending they really failed to understand that being the nice guy in that mentality means you don't have any respect for yourself. Yeah, it, so, it comes down to it comes down to uh, covert contracts, right? Where right. You, you're like, I'm doing this nice thing because I'm expecting, you know, some tail later. It's not because you're genuinely doing something nice, you know. Well, and that's don't, where right, don't get me wrong. There are genuine people yeah. out there. You can do a nice thing for someone and not want to stick your dick in them. Sure. Sure, but I mean, like, what I what I mean by that though is uh, th that's why, like, I I always talk about having or I talk about in my videos that men can be uh, good guys, but they can never be the nice guy, right? Like, yes. you can be a gentleman. You don't have to treat a woman <clears throat> like dirt, but you also need to have boundaries and you know it, it stand up for yourself and also make your needs known, you know. And I think that's a problem with with nice guys is. The, they'll like a girl will say hey yeah let me uh, let me come over to your house at three in the morning and then the the nice guy will be like well i i don't want to make a move because you know i don't want her to think that all i want is sex so they'll just cuddle with her all night right and then though in the morning the 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 woman's gonna be like what the fuck you know like why did i come over here at three in the morning yeah <laughs> it's like a, a guy who's a could be a gentleman recognize you know what what she's really coming over for and go for what he actually needs and not be apologetic for it you know but he doesn't have to be a dick about it you know well right and even moving a little bit further though it's like talk talk whatever nice guy friend zone and she's asking you to do something that's even outside your schedule like instead of you coming over or sorry her coming over at like 3 a.m she's yeah. asking you to go pick up dinner or whatever, stop by at 2, 3 a.m. when you're supposed to be sleeping because you got work at 7, but you might hope you get something, so then you do all this extra stuff. You're just like, okay, thank you. 
next day she's screwing her ex and you're over there like what did i do all that for right yeah yes yeah simps will definitely do that they'll bend over backwards and just uh, just to get a glimpse and that's yeah and whereas i feel like a smart guy that has options will be like no i'm i'm good i'll see you right. on wednesday yeah. right and honestly you can't blame them you can't because like no. the point i was getting at earlier was like majority of the guys can't get majority of the women so that's why they'll constantly do all these things in hopes they can probably break that i've been there so i can't knock them so the mother sure. of my child right um when i was going out with her and i had no business doing so i bent over backwards for this woman dude she tried to tell me that she didn't have any food whatever that she was just hungry I'm like okay baby don't worry i got you made her five pounds of pasta and drove it over there at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night and i just dropped yeah. it off because she was fucking my best friend like wow yeah yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we got we could have a simp off some other time, bro. I can I got I got stories. Yeah. We live and we learn though. That's the thing. Yes. So I mean, so moving on away from just catering in that sense. So like the whole idea of like we're supposed to sit there and listen, which there's no problem with that. We yeah. more than happy to listen. Especially if you're more genuine about it. You're not just listening to get your pants. That's a whole nother yeah. story. It's the idea of like Listen, listen, listen. Everyone caters and make sure everyone they're okay. The whole world and you know their mother will go to a crying woman, but everyone sees a crying man and it's like, you're not shot, dude. Like, why? What's going on? That's yeah, it. man up, man up. That it's, that is uh, an unfortunate double double standard. I don't know if there's ever going to be a, a a resolution for it. One thing that I <laughs> I see. I used to be that guy, right? That uh, if I was in a committed relationship with a woman, I was like, "Oh, she needs to be, like, she needs to be there for me," you know. And if I'm ha if I'm going through tough times, like, I want to be able to come to her with stuff, right? And I feel like a lot of guys feel that way, and maybe that's the way it should be. It's just not the way it is, and I think that's that's uh, that comes from evolutionary psychology and, and biology, you know. So, yeah. So so it's like when you learn that you just need to sort of go okay fine she's not my therapist she's not my mom i have guy friends for that or i could actually get an actual therapist for that and then like men need a, a way that they can you know they need an outlet for their emotions it just shouldn't be their 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 female partner you know right and before you get all the karens like hating you in the in the comments because i already <laughs> see <clears throat> i already oh, see the point yeah it's it's not all the women. You're choosing the wrong woman. Yeah, um, I'm not like that. Oh, it's not all women. Yeah. <laughs> so when we're, we're this for you know everyone watching, when we're saying these things, we have to look at one the statistics, but two the the majority, right? We're looking at the overall blanket generalization. Now, if you're not that kind of woman, awesome. Kudos to you. That's fantastic. Good job. Um, you're an outlier. So in looking at actual statistics. You cut off the ends. You cut off both extremes and you look at the generalization, the majority. So even looking at that, yes, you should be able to come to your woman with some things, right? Because you need to be able to have that comfort. So if she's asking you whatever, or if you're truly having a hard day, she needs to know what's going on 
so that she's not sitting there wondering why are you being an asshole why are you talking to me whatever mm -hmm. communicate that the serious things because a woman doesn't want to have you sit there and bitch and complain about everything i made a video about that and i actually got slandered for it oh yeah i said yeah, yeah. I, I, I made videos about that too right because people don't know the masculine and feminine energies so you're absolutely right in the sense of like you need I don't want to say therapist, but you need that guy time because guys know what guys go through. I hate the fact that we have to be like this, but women like security in the relationship. And if you are too emotional, if you're too overbearing, it's almost, from what I've heard, especially it's off-putting. And again, yeah, what I, what I, what I feel like, I, I feel like women want to be there for their man like that. They want yes. to be like, yeah, I want him to come to me with this stuff. But if you consistently do it, they're like, man, yes. like he's supposed to be my rock, right? And so, right. so I feel like um, if a man does, if you have to bring your your problems to your woman, you should also come at it from a point with, this is my problem I'm going through, but it's okay because I got a solution for it. This is my plan right. going forward, and they'll respect you more for it. And again, general stories, general terms, whatever. If your freaking dad died your brother got into an accident or whatever, and you, that's a serious thing. And you just cry, whatever, you're going through it. We're mm -hmm. fucking you, and that is completely understandable. Yeah, like, That is just that. a tragedy at that, right? What we're talking about here is everyday life, going through the motions, still chasing your purpose, chasing your goals, whatever. Those extreme things, what, what do you want me to do? What do you expect? Mm -hmm. Like, I know for a fact, if anything were to happen, like my son especially, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be gone for about a minute. But everything I, I preach and like my coach calls especially, you need that guy time, but you need quality guy time. I'll, I'll sit there and I'll nitpick because guys will go, oh, I have my group of friends, right? What do you do? Oh, we sit there and we game. We go out and we have drinks. How is that benefiting you? I, I can see it as a benefit because it's like an outlet, maybe. But if but you have something legit time. going on, you, yeah. But if you have like a like a legit problem, like you need someone that you can talk to, be like, hey man, like I got this problem going on in my life. What do you think? You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because we'll be able to relate on that level of like, I've been through that. You know, I think only only three people in my entire life has ever seen me shed a tear. Not even lie. Mm -hmm. So I, and I think two of them actually are the reason for it. So I mean that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's a serious, heavy topic, and I think that's a big reason why men fall into these these depressions because they don't really know how to handle those emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, they they try to go to the one person they think they can go to, but I feel like they don't know how to go about it the right way, and that creates a disconnect. They can go fight; it gets tossed around in the air, and then they just get left broken and empty. So I think that's a that's a huge issue that these guys aren't learning as they're coming into manhood. And that even carries over into like marriage and stuff too, where we really get fucked. And then you can't even deny that. Not at all. That we that we get screwed in marriage? Oh yeah. Not in marriage. At the divorce. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I'm, yes. I'm not anti-marriage. I, I am I'm full agreement. <laughs> yeah. Right. Heaven forbid if it ever ends. Which lately, what is it still fifty percent or is it? Is it getting higher now? I think that's, 
that's what everyone says. 50% of first marriages end in divorce and 75% of second marriages end in divorce. Unbelievable. And I usually, I, and I, I really attribute that second one thing because you didn't learn your lesson the first time around. You didn't do anything to make yourself better. And you just jumped into the next relationship. That's, that's what I think is the reason for that high number in the second marriage. Really? My, my mother, perfect example. Woman has three kids, three baby daddies, went around whatever when uh, I was a child, got married, 10 years, divorced, met her next husband in AA, great place to meet somebody. I bet, yeah. Five. No red flags there. No red flags there at all, yeah. She was a recovering uh, opiate or pill user and alcoholic, and her now ex-husband was a recovering cocaine and heroin addict. That ended, I think, in six years, and I think she hasn't been single since. There's people that, yeah, they just, they feel like they need someone to fill a void for them, and they never take the time to heal and realize that, like, happiness comes from within, you know, and that they don't need anybody to fill that void. Like, people, like your relationship should be a complement to your life. It shouldn't be the, the meaning of your life, you know? No, no, absolutely. And I know I got a lot of hate for, I think that's my number one pin video or something like that, is the focusing on your purpose and not your woman in your life. And holy shit, was I, I was, that was bad. Really? Wait, wait, did you get more hate from women on that or, or men on that? No, dude, that was the funny part that I don't know why these guys kept going is majority of the women agreed. And they even said, ladies, this goes yeah. for you too. But all the guys, I kid you not, were like, no, my wood is my center, my family's my center, and I will never this, that, or the other. And there's a couple of guys that are like, dude, what the fuck? I can't tell you how many comments I got that said, who hurt you? Or tell me, you know, you got whatever in the DMs. Uh-huh. Yeah, we oh we got a we got a uh, someone hurts you in the comment too already. So <laughs> But it's because we're literally ingrained in that, like just growing up, right? Men are supposed to, you know, go through school, whatever, learn how to toughen up, go to college, get a career, find a wife, have kids, house, the whole nine, retire, die. Like that has been ingrained as our whole purpose. We never chased our dreams. Not unless, you know, we somehow get picked up out of, you know, college for the NFL or something that, that really changes everything but it's a rarity I want your opinion on this right because I was, I was kind of thinking do you know the statistic of the amount of women I don't know if there's an age group that are on some sort of antidepressant or anti-anxiety medicine oh man you know what I it's, just it's, I it's just high it's like it's like 70 percent or something or 40 yeah I just read a book called uh, The Book of Numbers by a guy named Aaron yes. Clary. And I just I just okay. had Aaron Clary on my podcast, actually. Smart I, dude. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, he, he talks about it in his book. I can't remember what the statistic is, but it is a ridiculous amount of... It, uh, I mean, there's a lot of men on, anti, on antidepressants, too, but, I mean, women, it's, it's, it's outrageous. Now, those are just the ones that are diagnosed. Those are the ones that actually seek the help get the diagnosis and actually stay on the medicine. Mm -hmm. Now, here's a little food for thought. With the rise of social media and this totally fucked dating scene that we have going on now, the reason why a lot of these um, 
I don't want to get paid in the comments for it, but a lot of women get fucked up or stay fucked up or toxic or whatever is because after the breakup, right, and we all get hurt, whatever, going back to the idea of that only 10 or 20% of men attract the majority of women. Yeah. Guys don't, a lot of guys don't have that option of having that whole phase or after the breakup, getting all the attention back from the women or whatever. They are forced to sit there and either let the pain cripple them or improve. Whereas uh, girls or women, right, go in, they break up, what happens? Flood in the DMs. You're single now, oh, yeah. you're single now, you're single now. They have that option. If they want to, as soon as the breakup ends, they can have a new dick every night. A, which... a, a lot of a lot of women have uh, a lot of male orbiters around them at all times, and they usually have a guy that I call like their plan B guy. Like he's on the back mm -hmm. burner. She's got him yep. in mind. Like, okay, if this ever goes south, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hook up with Larry. And and women are usually in in a new relationship within like a week or two of a breakup, and that's like statistically proven. Well, maybe not even a new relationship have... like that, but they're definitely having their fun on the streets or whatever. Mm -hmm. But what that does is it it basically blocks all like whatever trauma, bullshit, whatever in the relationship because you were distracting yourself with dick or shopping or bars, friends, whatever. Mm -hmm. Nothing positive or elicits growth in your life. So when they do get into that new relationship, they just bring back all the old bullshit because they never dealt with it. Meanwhile, they're hurting themselves by getting ran through so many times. And I don't know how people still don't understand that with physics and everything, still applies to life. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. It still applies with us and everything that we do. So you can't tell me you can, same goes for guys, by the way, you can't tell me you can run through 50, 60, you know, whatever amount of guys, girls, whatever, and tell me there's not repercussions, not even physically of like children or STD, whatever, but even psychologically having that many connections with people. Yeah, they, they do. There are studies that show that uh, women that have a high body count have a have a harder time pair bonding mentally. They just they can't pair bond. Um, and I feel like it's probably it's less of an issue, I think, for guys, because guys evolutionary wise, you know, like our, our mating strategy has always been to spread our seed far and wide, you know, so. So do you, uh, so do you know why that is? It's why because, okay why it's a little bit different for guys and people try to neglect the psychology and science behind it but the proof is in the pudding is a woman can literally get connected to a guy and create that intimate connection with one time of sleeping with someone whereas a guy has to sleep with the same girl multiple times to really form an intimate connection with her it's very hard for guys to do that the first time around now have a girl make those connections and connections and connections with so many other people and it almost like a like a drug it numbs she doesn't do anything anymore to the point where she's been with so many other guys that when she finally has that person that you know she wants to be with because she just likes him as a person mm -hmm. she can't it is so hard for her to form that intimate connection with her and she's gonna be so dissatisfied and she may not even know what's wrong 
that's going to cause so many issues because she will never feel fully connected to the person that she's with. That's a huge problem. That, they're, they're, the, the one thing, though, I, I will say about that is uh, a lot of guys, especially in like the red pill community, get uh, really focused on that body count number. And one thing I always say about that is not to worry about it so much because you can ask a woman what her body count is. For one, it, it makes you... Yeah, yeah. One thing though, it makes well, you look majority, majority of the time, she's gonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most most women won't be honest with you about it. So whatever number she gives you probably isn't accurate anyway. And also, they a lot of women like to sort of justify the one night stands away and stuff like that. Like, oh, that didn't really count because it was a uh, you know Friday the thirteenth. It doesn't matter. You know, so, like there's well, all this so mental gymnastic stories. shit going on, but. So the way I, I like to say it is like, don't focus on the numbers so much. Just really focus on the person, their actions, and the red flags. Because that will tell you everything you need to know. Right, right. Because I know a lot of women will try to say is like, oh, the past in the past. Past doesn't matter. It doesn't define me. But mm -hmm. here's the thing. The past is the past. If you've changed and grown as a person. If I'm meeting you right now, and you literally slept with three other dudes last month, Technically, yes, time-wise, that is the past, but you are still a part of that lifestyle. So the mm -hmm. past isn't really the past then, it's just the current. You haven't learned anything, yeah. you haven't grown. So that's something I've still in that mindset. Yeah. Up on. Right. No, exactly. Because I think from what I've seen, that is the number one reason like that they try to get the past the past. It doesn't matter. Well, if you're still mm -hmm. doing it, that's not the past. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I don't know what you want from me. But no, I think yeah. right, I think guys hyper focus on that. The only reason why they should is if it causes an issue inside the relationship. Mm -hmm. That's that's yeah, the I only agree. thing I see as being an issue. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. There and the thing is too, like if you're if you're out dating as a guy too and there's and you're not exclusive, like you sort of like you should be spinning plates too you should be seeing multiple women too uh and it, it's just ignorant to think that they're not doing the same thing you know and like if guys guys get so upset by that they, they they meet a girl and they they go on a couple dates and they're immediately like okay i'm monogamous with this one chick that i just went on two dates with she's she's not feeling that way and then they get butt hurt by it it's like bro like you should be doing the same you know, and, and... well, I mean, and it sucks because like, I, I I was that guy, so it was like my la my last relationship, oh, so was which, by yeah. the way, right? Which, by the way, since we last talked, I'm single now. Um, mm. yeah, <laughs> that sucks, man. But it's also a good thing. It could be a good thing. <laughs> it, it is what it is. We're rolling with it. But when we were just in that talking phase, I was fucking Captain Sabahoe. I didn't know. Mm. You know what she was doing at the time. I knew she liked to party. I knew she was going to college, doing her thing. But she's very skimming the surface, not going into detail. Granted, we started talking. It wasn't my business. But it was the fact that she made the effort to be, you're the only guy I'm talking to, right? If you just said, yeah. hey, this is, let's just be fuck buddies. And you know, if we like each other, we like each other. Because while we were in that talking stage and she was getting to do her own thing, meanwhile, I'm thinking, oh, she's going to be the only person, you know, that I'm seeing and vice versa, cool, we're on the same page. So I was doing all the boyfriend shit. I was doing all the stuff mm. that, that was extra. I got some I got some books for you, brother. 
No, we'll talk. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't, th- I don't think any of the books that I know has anything to do with being stupid in that sense because I know Rational Male, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I still have to read the Three Percent Man. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's probably the best one I think when it comes to. Yeah, the I, I, I do. I knew you were already going there. Yeah. Not a fan of the author anymore, but uh, the book is still solid, Wait. so I still recommend it. Really? What happened? If, if I can ask. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, so the, the, the interesting thing is I reached out to him. I've been reaching out to him for like a year now to try to get him okay. to come on the podcast. And I, I haven't heard anything back, which is like, mm, okay. But like I've reached out to other guys, right? Like <laughs> a, another guy I follow is Christopher Canwell. His book, Atomic Attraction, is life-changing. Uh, that guy got back to me and said, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm really busy right now. I can't do it. No problem, right? Um, right. And then, like, I, I reached out to Dr. Robert Glover, who's another, you know, mentor of mine. He he came on the podcast. Uh, yeah. I reached out to Rolo Tomasi. He came on the podcast. But this guy just won't reply to anything. And so I had a bunch of guys, which is fine still. But what really drove the the, the nail in the coffin was a bunch of friends of mine from uh, uh, the 3% Man Group on Facebook went on one of his videos and commented on one of his videos saying, hey, uh, you know, Paul from the Command Man podcast has been trying to get a hold of you. And like at least 30 guys went and commented on his videos, on his video, one video, and he went through and deleted all of those comments. Oh, so it not, oh, so it's like, so it's like, okay, I know he sees this stuff and he's actively just like giving everybody an F you. You know. well, right, right. It'd be different if he was literally so busy that yeah. he just it got lost. But yeah, or, yeah, yeah, like, no. yeah. So it's like I, I know you see it, and you're actively saying "f you." Like, so that's that's really what it comes down to. That that is extremely unprofessional. Like, I know I have a list of people I know I need to get back to, and whatever. But if I see them like pinging me all the time, like, shit, sorry, been really busy. What's up? No, yeah. Forever. Yes. Yeah. Like I don't feel like he owes me anything. He doesn't owe me shit. But uh, no, just, but just that kind of act. Yeah. 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 Damn. I'm sorry. Or just ignored those comments. <laughs> you know, then I'd be like, oh, but he's, maybe he's just not seeing it. You know, but right. I know. Right. I know. I know, I know oh, exactly. Because I know at least on my end, on a, on a busy week in my in my socials, like fifteen thousand comments, maybe at least a hundred or two DMs emails up the ass but i can't get back to everyone and i lose track like i need an assistant and i'm not even all that yet like but you know it is what it is i'm just trying to play devil's advocate shit yeah no and i I could totally understand too and even if he just said hey man like i'm not interested but thanks for reaching out i would have been like okay fair enough no just 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 to ignore it and then just you know, delete all those things. That's what it was just like, man, that's kind of a dick move. Well, we could probably do now, maybe open it up for like a little Q and A. Cause I see people asking questions in the comments, but we just keep ranting a little bit regardless. Yeah. So I see someone, yeah. I see someone being like, any advice for a guy in the talking stage with a new person still do you do not be yeah. overly available, right? Do not be that I'll drop everything on a dime. If you want me over and then she cancels, reschedules, whatever. If she reschedules on you, no, all right, I'll, I'll let you know when I'm free, right? I would also, I would like <laughs> to add, uh, don't have an expectation of outcome. That kills yes. men. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And take, take your time. Holy crap. Just take your time. 
<laughs> too, too many guys like try to rush into it and try to rush into the relationship or whatever. And if you're lonely, I get it, right? If you're that hopeless romantic, totally understand. But that can either scare her off or she may not be ready for it. You don't really know what you're getting into. I, I, I hate dating right now. I'm not even gonna, I hate yeah. dating right now. One thing that but, um, I, like I, I recommend, uh, you know, guy we were just talking about Corey Wayne recommends it um Rich Cooper recommends it is that men shouldn't be so active in in pushing for a relationship like a, a monogamous relationship you know uh and and I agree with that because I used to be that guy I used to be like you go on one date you okay great this this worked out great go on a second date okay where's this going you know and mm -hmm. that scares the shit out of women that comes across as needy as hell and what I learned was to wait until they bring it up. Otherwise, just keep bringing the phone, hang out, have fun, hook up. And then when she is ready for it, she'll bring it up. And yeah. then it's like, okay, if that's what you want, then fine. You know, but. Right, right. And um, I don't know, put because I, I, guys really aren't allowed to brag about, you know, their game in bed or whatever. But it's like, if you have game in bed, girls don't like to share a good deed. They do not like to share that. You, you know what I'm saying though? Like, yeah. So oh, yeah, I, I just, I, I just, I just uh, interviewed Eric Everhard, porn star, like this morning. Uh, and, and I, cause I just read his book, uh, Un Unleash Your Sexual Superpowers. Okay. That's one of the things that he talks about in the book is like, if you are just the man in the sack, like women will like overlook all sorts of problems you have. <laughs> and they won't go away either. Like, right. you'll, get, you'll get single and you'll get a text from a chick from like four years ago and you're like, I forgot you existed. Yeah. But I remember because <laughs> I had, the first girl I had hooked up with after, you know, my breakup or whatever, she literally like rolled over and looked at me and said, so you want to be my boyfriend? And I'm like, woman, I have known you for all of like five hours. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Yeah. And then she was Dude, and then she started ripping on me for the people I was friends with on Facebook. It's like, slow your roll, calm down, like take your time. It's okay. Yeah. But holy women crap, can dude. be women can be needy as hell too. I think men just let them get away with it more. Because especially <laughs> if a guy doesn't get a lot of attention and he finds like one girl that's like all inclusive all over him, like he'll just take it. Not realizing yeah. that she will take your time. You won't be able to do much. Should be all over you. And I think in relationships, two people don't realize you need that time apart. You need, yeah. you know, that separate time. I used to tell any, any girl I dated, call the friends. Go have your girls' night. Be stupid, but have your fun. I should be able to go and have my fun. I don't go out to the bars, but go see my buddies, talk, whatever, because that will help your headspace. But ab absence good. makes the heart grow fonder, or something. Yes. Yes, that, that was the phrase I was looking for. Like, there's so many other benefits of, like, still living your own life. Yeah, one thing I, that... I uh, that, that yeah, one thing that uh, Dr. Robert Glover says, he's the author of No More Mr. Nice Guy and uh, Dating Essentials for Men. He says a problem that men and women have when they get into a relationship is they 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 do what's called fusion, right? Where they, they stop being... <laughs> they stop having the attributes that made them attractive to each other because they were separate and they start sort of 
inheriting the, the attributes of the other person because they're spending so much time together. And then they start losing attraction for each other because they're spending so much time together, right? So that so you need that space, that time apart, so that you can keep that attraction going, that tension in the relationship, the good, right. positive, emotional tension. Yeah. Right, right. And kind of going off of that, uh, that, in, that influential stuff, right, where you're influencing each other to basically act the same, is mm -hmm. when, when you're starting to date someone new, or even if uh, you've been in a relationship for a while, pay attention to who they're spending their time with right mm -hmm. at work what their friends are doing whatever because most likely birds will fly their flock together your five friends are basically the sum of you if all your friends are going out drinking right they're all doing whatever partying what are you going to be influenced to do when you go out to your friends it's and gentlemen same goes for you but you have mm -hmm. to start paying attention it's even down to like even the way they talk like you will literally pick up aneurysms or the way people talk just by hanging around them enough. So yeah. if uh, I'm trying to think, when I first met my girl, she was a part of that party crowd, right? Downtown Chicago, hung out with the rappers and whatever. Every once in a while, her little ghetto came out, her little Chicago accent came out, where she literally sounded, or whatever, off, you know, south side of Chicago. You know, mm -hmm. I'm afraid to say too much because algorithm, internet stuff. You know right, I mean? yeah. I know um, where you're going with this. Yeah. Right. But that's how she sounded. Over the course of the relationship, whatever, she slowly sounded a lot more articulate. She sounded a little more normal. She sounded like she could enunciate and phrase her words appropriately and not have all these slangs or whatever. And then the moment we broke up, I started picking up hints again. Like all that stuff. So I'm like, yeah, who you been hanging around with? So like, what are you talking about? Like, I really noticed the way you talk. Yeah. Right, the way you enunciate the, your articulation of things. Like there are so many things you can pick apart by people by simply just paying attention. Yeah, and having your your eyes open and being aware of signs and red flags and stuff. A lot of guys get the get the love goggles on. They they stop looking at that kind of stuff and they they overlook they overlook everything. And then uh, they wonder why what like what happens to them happens, and then they're like. F women, you know, <laughs> it's like, no, man, like take some ownership. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. But I mean, you could even do a little self-reflecting on this as well. Cause it's like, sure. you're sitting there, you're trying to grow in life. You, you know, you feel stuck, whatever. And just sit there and just take a minute. What do you do with your friends? What is everyone else around you doing? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if your friends drink a lot, right. And you've had a problem with drinking. Why are you going to continue to hang out with your friends? And when you're trying to grow and improve your mental health or whatever, if you know the moment you hang out with your friends, you know you guys are going to go to the bar. You know you guys are going to have a house where you go, someone's going to you know, hold you or hand you a blunt. Why are you going to continue to hang around with things that are not benefiting you? Because again, that will affect your natural relationship as well if you cannot grow in that sense all the time. You need to fucking pay attention to it. But people don't because things like that require you to do a little extra work. You don't want to have to be the bad guy, but hey, I, we can't hang out anymore. You don't want to be that person of like, no, I have to cut everyone off and focus on myself and grow in that sense. It, call, it calls you to do more. Yeah. One thing I, I found too, I found too, not, not just uh, people that uh, aren't productive, right? Like if you want to be more of a productive person, you should hang out with more productive people. That aside, one thing that <laughs> I found is that uh, trying to, 
like trying to focus on the positive, right? Because I'm a big like law of attraction guy. I'm really, it's really important mm -hmm. that I, I keep that positive mindset all the time. I started noticing the people around me that I used to hang out with that were always like focusing on like politics and like, oh, life sucks and all that stuff. Like I had to seriously start distancing myself from them. And just, I mean, like my parents, for instance, good Lord, my, my dad is like one of the most negative people you'll ever meet in your life. So I, but you can't completely cut out family, right? But you can limit your time with them. And I've had to seriously limit my time with my, my family because they're dragging me down and I don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go to the moon, brother. You know, look Lord. at that. Someone gave you, gave you a crown. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Like, so I even cut off a lot of people that I was talking to and even a couple of my friends too, because I realized they were taking up so much of my resources as in time or money or whatever. And I'm like, I can't focus on anything else. Like that's all yeah. I ended up doing. My goal, especially for the new year is just to get myself back on track. Cause after everything happened and then life literally, like I said, I got flipped upside down. I'm not going to try to play that, play that single game, whatever. There's no fucking point. I have work to do. And that's where I, I think where a lot of guys get that misconception. It's like, oh, I'm single now. I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna have my fun, whatever. It's like, sometimes you have to lay this stuff to rest, handle your own business first. Yeah, level up then, a little bit. Exactly, exactly. I, I have way too much stuff going on with the Uncrowned Kings and everything I'm trying to do on top of unpack and still put everything together in my apartment. But, oh no, what I was just gonna say is like, if you constantly are attracting like the same kind of person, improve yourself, increase your value so you can actually attract a higher value partner. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I would also venture to say too that uh, if you can't get to a point where you enjoy your own company, you have zero business getting into another relationship. You know, like you, you need to like be able to enjoy what you're doing outside of people. I, I got to a point when I was on, I was doing the, the dating circuit um, like I, I was on the dating circuit, like all of or half of 2019, all of 2020, part of 2021, just spinning plates. And you find like on the dating circuit too, a lot of guys get so pissed off at this, but you get like women that are flaky as hell. Uh, you know, th things get canceled and stuff like that. I got to a point where uh, if a chick like canceled last minute, I was just like, whatever, man. Cause like I had shit to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this actually is a, uh, this is actually nice. Nice. I can uh, focus on whatever it is that I wanted to do. And it was a, it was a, it was almost like a, a day off from the dating circuit. It was great. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. And th that's what sucks too is like, cause I've noticed it. I've, it took me forever to, you know, finally figure this out and be able to actually implement it as well. But to stop, you know, chasing that one, right. To be able to take a break, focus on you for a second. And I, I can't tell you actually how good it feels that, you know, if I'm talking to someone or I'm talking to a girl or whatever, and I don't pick up the vibes or you know, something just doesn't feel off. I don't have any problems dropping or, you know, canceling yeah. or whatever. Don't matter. It doesn't matter. I, she owes yeah. me nothing. I owe her nothing. At the end of the day, we will continue to move on with our own lives. I, I was going to say uh, an important thing that guys should do too, because uh, they do get that, that sniper mentality. They date one chick at a time. And when that doesn't work out, fuck, I got to start all over again. And it's, it's like, it, it, that's why dating sucks for so many guys. Whereas if they would implement plate theory, right? And date multiple women at once, experience that abundance with women so that 
like if a woman flakes out on you, who gives a shit? I'm talking to three other chicks. It it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like if once you get to that point, then then like life becomes a lot easier. And a lot of guys just don't date that way. It's a but it's a more efficient way to date. Oh, uh, someone just that like what, all right, so what is your opinion on ghosting? My opinion on ghosting is uh, you shouldn't do it, especially like if you've met the person like in in person, you've actually right. gone on a date with them. I feel like you should be a good ender and men men should take the lead on that. You know, um, okay. like you can't control women, but you can control yourself. Right. So if you're taking the lead in all areas of relationship, that includes being a good ender and like telling someone like, hey, uh, you know, this isn't working out, but I wish you the best in your dating and stuff like that, then that's fine. The only time I would say that it's okay to ghost is if uh, someone's just like, if you if you haven't even met in person yet and you're just chatting right. back and forth and like the person's just being really like, uh, I don't know, not giving you any investment and stuff like that and you just are, are done wasting your time, you don't owe them anything. You haven't met them. That's fine. Right, right. But, right, but so I, I would say if you if you've met them, you you should communicate. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm uh, a good example of this. So, I was I was talking to this this chick in Miami. You know, we were going back and forth. Things were going good. You know, we were talking. But the only problem I had was she wanted me to talk to her all the time. It's like I work, I'm busy, I run a company, I'm a busy man. So, but I see you on your phone, and I'm like. Just because I'm on my phone doesn't mean I'm texting other people. My majority of my company is through digital, so I have yeah. to be on my phone. So I got to the point where I forgot to text her at some point, and then she just started blowing up my phone on three different media platforms. And at that point, I was like, I, I don't even want to deal with this. So I was like, you know, yeah. I'm walking away. Yeah, that, that's some it. psycho behavior right there, I think. Here, here's something that a lot of people don't understand, though, too. It's like, yes, you want a man to be a provider. You want him to be able to handle his shit, right? You you ain't going to complain when he takes you on those vacations or trips or you get a nice Louis Vuitton purse for Christmas, you know, all that shit. But yet you complain that he works so much. Hun, you can't have his time and all the money as well. You need to be able to find that good balance point. You're working enough and being with her enough to where it is comfortable, right? With a certain, uh, certain level of communication. So... That's way I found to really address this, like, schedule days off together. Work your ass off while you're at work. I think what I did in my last relationship was we had Mondays and Wednesdays off every week. So it didn't matter how much I was working every other day. We knew for a fact every Monday and Wednesday, we had some sort of time together. You gotta, you gotta find that balance, but people don't communicate anymore. I would say, uh, I would also add to that. So you need to make time to date your woman. Right. Even if you're a busy guy, you need to make that yep. time. And when you're with her, you need to be present with her. Yes. Because a yes. lot of guys, especially busy guys. Yeah. yeah. A lot of guys like busy guys, like even me, I, that's one thing I struggle with. And, and my, my girlfriend, bless her heart, I, I think understands it. But there's times where I'm with her and I have to like really be uh, focused on or, or I, I guess aware of the fact that I'm my mind is wandering off on other things and I gotta like reel it back in and be like no I'm with her right now and I've really gotta focus on that and I, a lot of guys I think struggle with that I, I, I would also venture to say too like and, and a lot of guys don't like hearing this but men need to take that kind of that lead into the relationship 
and be an active participant and sort of lead the conversations a lot too. A lot of guys just let relationships happen to them. And that's just no way to be. What do you let people know where they can find you, kind of whatever that you're doing? Yes. So uh, you guys can follow me on, on TikTok, Come On Man Pod. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Come On Man Podcast. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's YouTube slash Come On Man Podcast. And um, Come On Man Podcast on all audio platforms.